Yes. Love, love the hat, man. Love the hat. Love the hat. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Tweet us at the podcast. Let me have this girl podcast off the Oh yeah, the expos. Yeah, I love it. Expos. Love it. 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 Grass. Live. Pod. Plant. Shit. Giggles. Um. So we have a hell of a schedule lined up. Amazing schedule. Over ambitious. But I wanted. No, I. I love it. But I wanted to. Mentioned briefly, um, so I get this Facebook message from someone who I knew in high school, uh, and now my brother is like buddies with him. Um, okay. Okay. You know, as an adult. And I get a Facebook message from him. First of all, I get a Facebook friend request. Mary, I got a friend request from this guy after my brother and him and I, we all ran into each other at like the food store that weekend of my bachelor party. Okay. So then, you know, the friend request, I accept friend request. Here we are. Seems like a great guy. A little late in the friend request. He was, he was a cool dude in high school, but you know, I moved away. We were in different classes. You know, he was a great above me. Names and social security numbers or they don't exist. Right. So. He sends me this message and it says, hey, anyway, now I'm reading this word for word, okay? This is all sent at once. Hey, anyway, you could share my last Facebook video and tag me and hashtag Salt Bay in it. I'm trying to get 5,000 views. I'm at 2,500. Sounds stupid, but you're one of my friends with an out-of-state reach. You'd be surprised how much I've built my biz on Facebook. So right away, I'm like... This is this is a hack. This is a virus. He was he was hacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have thought the same thing. So I screenshot it and I sent it to my brother. I'm like, Rye, you might want to tell him he his Facebook account's been hacked. And he goes, No, no, no. It's real. Like you should post it. Then oh no, he's in on the scheme. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, Rye, you know, are you that clueless? Like what the heck? This is fake. This is like an obvious pre-written sales pitch for me to click on something of chips and then my whole world explodes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's very spammy. Clearly, you think the man's account is hacked, and it's like, no, 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 no. Give him your money and your views. Then my memory jogs, and I remember earlier today, He's this guy's a cook, and there's a video of him sprinkling salt into a, a pot back in the kitchen <laughs> with the you know spaghetti sauce he's, he's seasoning this is the video it's real slow just him vi- but he slows it down and he like flexes so he's like sprinkling the seasoning oh. in and fre- flexing at the tank so i kind of i remembered seeing it in the morning and thinking uh you know that wasn't too bad that was kind of cool you were so, mesmerized so Slightly. i i i I, you know, I, I backtracked and I, I texted Rye and I was like, all right, well, you know what? I'll post this with the next show, you know, after you post it, I'll post it. And I'll kind of include that video in there and see what kind of web we spread. Yes, we'll see what kind of um, seedlings pick up wind and then procreate in God's golden green earth. Exactly. So the video was kind of cool. It was kind of him uh, up close and personal, optimized for the cooking. And then you see... Like a flex? Is it what's he promoting? Like his health business? Like a gym? I don't even know. Like a PX ninety? I'm, I'm guessing his restaurant. Okay. All right. They so own a, re- a restaurant or they did he's a restauranteer. They did own a restaurant slash bar uh called Panico's. Or no, called Moliteers? I don't even know. But I, I think he's involved in some kind of bar in Lansdale. So we'll we'll give him a, a plug. Give him a plug? All right. Yeah, we welcome that anytime. Give just, him a plug I, there? I, I need to talk to him about his pitch. You know, like he could have said, like, "Hey, John, what's going on?" Isn't that weird me. when you get the weird pitch and you you think it's spam, but then you're like, "All right, man, you kind of have a good idea, but your whole sales approach is yeah. way out the door." <laughs> yeah. Like uh, somebody was selling me, um, you know, we're in the market. Jen's been sick lately for an in-home nurse, 
Um, so Benfer approached me, but he was sipping uh, through a straw out of my toilet. And then that's and I I called the police, but then I heard the Trent. It, it worked out, but it, you know you just gotta work on that kind of thing. It was bizarre. Sometimes, Twist. sometimes you know it's good. At the at the underscore podcast also, we got a hell of a show. Let's give him a little plug. Uh, Panico at the discoing and uh, Lansdello. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll what, include all the information when I post. What if it wasn't even like a real bar? It was like, no, he works the hot dog counter at Texaco, and uh, <laughs> at, at, he needs uh, a view. Home Depot. I've done a lot of shitty spam ways in the past to get views on my YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, I have a whole LinkedIn account of, like, 5,000 people, and my name's not even on there. I've just acquired these over years, so whenever I do a video, uh, I have these, like, segmented lists, because you can only email 30 people at a time. So I have all these lists templated. It takes, like, a good hour, but I'll reach every person. That, that is... Because that's, that's all LinkedIn is, is spam. You know, it's just, like... My the company I'm working for, I work for, dude. We were merging. Ooh, uh, this a, news a hostile hasn't been released. Acquisition. It actually hasn't been released yet. It'll be released at noon tomorrow. So, Uh-oh. spoiler well, alert for anyone who I work with. Uh, we're merging with a company. I got which Is a great thing. However, there's tons and tons of information transfer. You know what I mean? Like oh, all yeah. my, the systems need to integrate. All the emails of the clients that I work with, all the phone numbers of the client. Like it's just such a headache. Informational specialist systems integration network. They 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 name migrations. They named my assistant um because she didn't really have a title. But now like the position that I invented for her, they're like inventing it for all the other people in my position. They're they're basically account manager assistants. But for some reason, I guess assistant is too politically politically incorrect. Yes, yes. So they are account manager liaisons. Oh gosh, what's next? <laughs> Our gas station attendant's going to be on PC? Is it like, no, 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 sir, I'm a fuel consultant. Uh, okay, can I get 20 on 10? Yes, okay. The guys putting your groceries in the bags are going to be, you know, like pulp cardboard specialist yes. engineers. Yes, they're, uh, they're uh, retail good transfers. You know, okay, can, you, can, I, can I still have paper or plastic? I'll take a gatherers. paper plastic. Yeah. I love it. So, so they're, they're I, I asked her, I was, like, liaisons. I was like, do you like the term liaison? He's like, yeah, it sounds important. I was like, okay. I didn't want you to feel like that. That They're like trying too hard to jazz up the, your title. Right. Yeah, I love when they do that. It's like coordinator or something like that. <laughs> You know. Client account coordinator of acquisitions. I worked, I worked at a company once, like right out of college, and it was one of those like startups where they can like, yeah, you pick your title, this and that, and you know. Really? They were very, they were very kind of not pick your title, like you could just be like vice president, but like how You're about this? Like how about project manager or whatever? Manager of operations. So I had one, and it was like I made it up. It was like a literary paradox or something like that. <laughs> so so new boots that came in there, they didn't know if that was like a position of power or not. So a lot of them just assumed like, oh, literary paradox. That's like he's like up there, you know. So meanwhile, like they're higher than me and making more money, and they'd be like, uh, I'm gonna have to just take off Friday, like if that's okay. And I'd be like, No, no, yeah, it's approved very well, you know. And then like word kind of spread out fairly quickly after that to like no it's Clark he's not he's not in any kind of position of power but for like a few months it was like can I have off I'm like approved and like you know you can't do that he doesn't have the right to do that you it's your your email signatures were the literary paradox it was a thumbprint it was like a thumbprint like my thumbprint <laughs> kind of thing so they're like wow what is this informational <laughs> it was just a symbol it was just yeah the artist formerly known as Clarko it was wild it was wild hey, that's uh, your position before we get into the topics, the first one being I want to talk about uh, Snooka and uh, not Snooky, although I do want to get to that, um, but no. the worst wrestlers. But I want to say lately, I don't know if you do this. I've been going on this binge of listening to old episodes like at night. Like I'll go back like a year and randomly select like podcast episodes constantly consistent with Dude. material like it's uh, they're all good. And I know I'm biased because I'm a host, but. Like they're all great. I mean, they're all they're all timeless, you know. You know, uh, I somehow I just stumbled onto 
I don't know what it is. I guess our iTunes account or iTunes page. I, I have no idea. But oh, I yeah. found on my laptop all the episodes, all the way back to the beginning. And I didn't listen to the first episode because that one's just so, like, clunky. And all we all sound different and, like, everyone's talking over each other. I, I couldn't muscle through it. It's awkward. But I listened to, like, the third or fourth one when we started pumping out Nerd 35s. Yeah. And, uh, and they were really good. They yeah, really they're funny. Always and, good, uh, always consistent. I've been capturing little sound bites, sound clips from uh, from I those love shows. That, dude. To I love isolate. that so much. I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. We're gonna but, pepper uh, them into the opening. We're gonna re- revamp the opening. The uh, new car. We're gonna pepper in things like blasphemous oh, and yes. shady. Get down, but Clark. That's not even a great clip. That just means telling Shady to get down. Shady, get down. That's the new title of the show. But yeah, oh, there we go. Xenomorph. That's gold. It's great. So good. We'll pepper those in there. And uh to the fans, Biscardi will be rejoining us for a rare show on uh Friday night, I believe. He's gonna be trying to What? Is that trying true? to make his way there? I believe so. It's like a sighting of Bigfoot. You know, it's unsubstantiated <laughs> for a while, but then you're like, no, no, there was a guy, his camera dropped, but he saw him. Like, I heard that Biscardi's going to return. So wait, what, what's the deal? I, I, I may have missed uh, the thread determination. So Biscardi might be available Friday night, which would be very early his time. You know, he's in the land of, of Deutsch, right. and uh, he, he might st- be able to join us Friday night for, for a show. Glorious. Yes. Butness. Bulbasaur. So uh, we want to talk about a few things tonight. Very exciting. One thing I wanted to mention was, uh, and I don't know about you, I was never, this. he was like before my time, before I really got to, at the time, was WWF, now WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy oh, yeah. Superfly Snooker. Yes. Uh, he's a Fijian professional wrestler. He's like one of the, I guess the early guys that yeah. became like a, a huge superstar. Because everybody, know, I, I know who he was even when I got you know, into watching wrestling because he was wrestling for a long time. But I guess when he first started out, um, he kind of took like wrestling into another direction. He was one of like the early like high characters. Kind of. Yeah. The high flyers. He had that signature move. Um, what the hell was it called? It was a body slam, but he basically yeah. kind of, it was like theatrics. Like, he did the snooker slam. He kind of like moved his hair around and then crushed people. And, uh, he was arrested, uh, he was convicted, not convicted, he was accused of, of murdering like his ex-girlfriend in 1983, I believe, in Pennsylvania. Murder. And he got acquitted like a week ago after the judge was like, yeah, he's going to die soon, and then he died. Yeah, they were uh, like, he's unfit to stand trial, so why don't you just let him die? And yeah. uh Yeah, he did, but dude, I agree, he, he wasn't, uh, like when we got into wrestling... It's like this scattered kind of timeline because you don't know if you were watching it, a recorded event that happened like a year, a Good year or call. two ago or if it happened like a month ago. Yeah. But my like first memory of Snuka was he was there during the Hogan and the Piper days in the, in the early goings. Then I remember him getting beaten by The Undertaker at WrestleMania 7 in like four minutes, like a very short match. And yes. Bobby Heenan going, that was Jimmy Superfly Snooker, the Undertaker. This guy's going to be a problem for everyone. And that was pretty much it. His career kind of ended after that. He kind of passed the torch. Kind of went away. It was, it was Kamala-esque. Yeah, how he kind of shoots in and out. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting, though, at that time, when you and I got into wrestling, you, you know, you'd have, we watched, like, every Saturday, you know, the Saturday uh, wrestling matches and whatnot. But then, you know. Superstars. VHS was all the rage, Blockbuster and, and West Coast Video. Choices. So we'd rent like, you know, WrestleMania 6. And it all kind of, as a kid, it all kind of blends together because a lot of those guys were still wrestling at the time. Yeah. So you're like, this is recent. And Macho King, he was a man. He was once a king and a man again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just, it's interesting. But yeah, rest in peace to him. He uh, yeah. passed away. He was 73. He died in uh, Pompano Beach. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like 20 minutes south of me. Yes. Um, the spirit to, was in that room. 
not to lean all over this uh, wrestling topic here, but um, Superfly, uh, it was the, he was kind of like the first one. He climbed to the top of the steel cage and jumped off of it and did like the splash down on the guy. And I don't think anyone ever did that before because I don't think they had a cage until McMahon threw one up. Uh, yeah. You know, that blue weird one. But yeah, he was like the first high flyer. He was the first high flying bird. And uh, yeah, he, he, when he did that, he, he was, it was revolutionary in a way. He exactly. Kind of set the stage. It's, it set a bar, raised it high. Basically and very, uh, very yeah, really interesting, though. So he was 73. Hmm. And uh, it's a good, good existence. Good, good existence. Um, I don't know if we had time for this tonight, but I wanted to talk about and get your opinion and also get the opinion of our listeners, if you want to chime in. Uh, of the worst wrestling uh, shenanigans, uh, characters, wrestlers, and uh, gimmicks of all time. And, and he, the one that the first one that came to mind. A regular about, gorilla monsoon at the booth. Ooh, a regular honky tonk man in the saloon. <laughs> you know who Chris Christopher Chavez was. Chris Chavez. Yeah, Chavis, C H A V I S. Oh, Chris Christopher Chavis. I have no idea. He was. You'll know who he is when I tell you his wrestling name. I'm sure I will. I just thought this was like the corniest one. He was Tanaka, Tatanka, who played. Do you remember the Native American? He was like the stereotypical Native American. He had like the beads and the mohawk and all that. He was a good wrestler. Big dude. Tatanka. Tatanka. Dude, Tatanka actually had a really cool gimmick going one time. He was undefeated. Yes. He, he, like, wouldn't lose. And then he got, like, a title shot against Shawn Michaels, and he won by count out, so he didn't win the belt, but he still stayed undefeated. Then he had a heel turn where he joined the Million Dollar Man's Million Dollar Corporation, and he kind of started getting noticeably fatter. Yeah, yeah. He, he, was, he was a big, a big tycoon fat cat up there on Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> he was a big chief running nowhere. But I thought the, the Native American thing, you were kind of like... <laughs> but, but some people might think that's cool. Uh, one guy that I think makes the list, and he, he played it well. It worked for him, but the concept was so corny, was uh, IRS, Erwin oh, R. Scheister. Yes. You know, he always had the briefcase as if he came in from the office, but he's ready to kick some ass. Yeah, with a shirt and tie on and glasses. But they automatically came off and he had tights on. It's like, so it implies that you worked eight crunching hours doing data numbers in the office, but now you're ready to just let loose uh, here at SummerSlam and tear it up. But uh, you're right. He was good. Like that that wrestler, he was like a good. I don't want to say actor, but, you know, you, like, believed him when he talked, when he was like, yeah. and everyone's going to be late on their payments this year, and I'm going to come for you, you know? Point, right, he was serious. And the WWE, <laughs> WWF at the time, played a good, they played up to the stereotypes that people hated. And a lot right. of those fans were, you know, lower class, poor kind of, yeah. you know, folks that watched it. The repo Not man. us included. We had a great childhood. But there were, uh, you know, you had Repo Man, exactly. That's what I was going to mention, too. Repo Man makes that list, you know? And Because uh, not yeah. only is he taking your car, but he's, he's kicking your ass. And they even had, you know, the other, you know, the blue-collar Duke, the dumpster Drossy, who was a, a baby face, but w- he was like a trash man. So he'd bring a trash can to the ring, and, you know, when the ref wasn't looking, he'd get you. Right. He, he, he'd start to take you down. He didn't last very long. Now, what was Virgil? Remember Virgil? Black dude. Yes. What was his gimmick? I just remember he had like the red tights on, but he, he was just Virgil, right? He he didn't have like a, a shtick. No, he had a he had a gimmick. He he was, I mean, in lack of better terms, million dollar man slave. <laughs> he was though. He was like his uh, henchman. He was a servant. He was like his yeah. He was like his bitch, like bodyguard w- kind of. It was like the WWF's. Uh, Answer to the toy with Richard Pryor. They're like, hey, there's a black guy who's going to do whatever he wants for Mr. What? I, but I think his, his, his official title was DiBiase's bodyguard because, you know, DiBiase was a really rich guy. And uh, I think Macho or uh, Andre turned on DiBiase. So then Million Dollar Man was like, well, I need protection because Andre's after me. So he hired Virgil. Yeah. And then he ended up degrading yeah. Virgil in public, and Piper made him turn on him. Keeper. 
here's one that you may or may not remember, and I don't know what the hell he was, but Big John Stud. Oh, Big John Stud was the first wrestler I ever saw live at the Spectrum when I was really? three. It's one of my first memories of life. How old were you? Three. It's you like went to a wrestling event at three? Yeah, with like all my cousins and aunts and uncles and my parents. It was like, wow. you know, it was like 84. It was like at its beginning when everyone was like, what is this greatest show in town? And yeah, I went to a few of those. They're great. I remember Jake the Snake fought Big John Stud. Hell yeah. Matchup. He was Let's just see. like a stud, man. I don't know what his gimmick was. Because he wasn't like a good looking dude. Like he was... He looked I guess, like a lumberjack. Grizzly, grizzly, uh, good looking. He was rugged. He was handsomely rugged. Yeah. Uh, but he, brawny man. Yeah, he was. He was built of brawn and the kind of brawn that built the Eiffel Tower. You know what he was? He was basically a uh, heel, or uh, in wrestling terms, a bad guy, uh, or layman's terms, a bad guy. Uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they he was the like exact a same. Always shaking that head and, and dancing the, the Charleston. <laughs> Similar to Kamala, Kamala, an uncivilized man, we have, do you remember? Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. I love that you say Kamala in the song because it's just music, <laughs> but you, Kamala, like Shaq, you know. Deuteronomy. We invented that. That's did I not say Deuteronomy? That's a sixth grade yeah, we, invention. We there. made it up. The Barbarian. Do you remember him? Oh, Short Husk. Lived. Husk. Husk. Yeah. You Husk. hear that, you're like, oh my God, Husk. he's an uncivilized man. I but remember, th- there's another guy that, he, I can't call him a good actor, but he really believed he was the Barbarian, like in the ring. He was that person, like IRS. I remember he, we were, wait the barbarian guy. Yeah, the barbarian thought he was the barbarian. Yeah, like like you a, know, a like, barbarian. Like I always say, Macho Man Trust believed me. wrestling was real. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like that was his life, and that's like how IRS was. Like they weren't acting. Like that's who they really are, and that's how uh, the barbarian. Like he was like a real Iceland Viking. Yeah, barbarian. he was pillaging and plundering way back in. Uh, the days of old, of the 12th century. Yes, he was reaving and raping. Yes, he was uh, 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 stealing and, squand- <laughs> and squatting and not paying rent because he's a barbarian. He doesn't really have a financial monetary setup to carry him through. How about this one? Hillbilly Jim. I get the gimmick. Oh. But I thought, felt like a lot of the guys at that time were kind of Hillbilly Jim, you know? The beard and the long hair. They're kind of just angry. Hillbilly Jim. Was yeah, he was like a guy that lived on a farm and owned lots of land, but didn't really have much of a brain. He didn't really know what to do. He's like in the overalls, and he's got like the you know the thing hanging out his mouth. They're they're yeah. basically um, reenacting, redoing uh, Hillbilly Jim. Yeah, with a, a group yeah. of like his nephews called the Godwins. They're, they're revamping, like, the gimmick? Same gimmick. Like, they're just a bunch of, you know, farm boys who just kick the crap out of you. They're all stupid. The Bushwhackers. Oh, God. Like, I always liked the Bushwhackers. Because they didn't look threatening to me. They looked like meth heads because they always made that <laughs> face. They had that, like, weird, like, lower lip thing going on. I, I always... You know? uh, yeah, no, they definitely look... You always liked them, but they're always, they're always kind of, like, weird. Exactly. Like, what are they? I, are I they, never... Are they retarded? I never thought they would win the tag team championships. I know. We talked about earlier uh, Virgil, maybe a little <clears throat> racist undertones there, which brings me to one of the worst wrestlers of all time, Junk- or gimmicks, Junkyard Dog. Oh, JYD. The guy came out in, like, chains. He was supposed to be, like, a junkyard worker. Yeah, he, with chains, he... a black guy with chains coming down. Well, That's a little, that would never fly today. It, not only did he have chains, he had a collar around yes. his neck with a huge chain attached to it like he was an actual junkyard pit bull dog. Yeah, or he's working a plantation somewhere. It was a little, a little rough. Or he's in the basement in uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my. Looks like the spider's got himself a couple of flies. So... Any more you want to add to this? I got one more I can add. Uh, hold on. You're, you're 
video is frozen, but your sound is perfect, so whatever. We'll just keep going. Um, somebody want to add to it? Doink the Clown. I'll never forget Doink the Clown. Doink the Clown. Uh, how they pulled that off by I making gotta look him, him up. by making him a heel, and and making him have multiple clowns that look just like him, and one would be hiding under the ring. Remember, the one oh, the main yeah. guy would get beat up, and he'd be beat up and beat up, and beat up. they'd throw him out of the ring. The fake one would crawl out from under and lay in the ring, and the the guy would go to pin him, and he'd tie him up, and he'd and he'd win. Oh, so yeah, good! Clown. Oh yeah, here's Doink the Clown. I remember him. He he had that music that came on and it was then it went it like got evil because yeah it got like scary clown really quick Matt Osborne was the gentleman's name he said before WrestleMania nine in Caesar's Palace which we actually watched on pay per view before the match he said I don't know but. Tonight, after tonight's match, Crush may be seeing double. <laughs> and then he ran away, and that's when Woo-hoo. he had the, the fake doink hiding under the ring. Yeah, the fake great. doink was uh, great ending. W- was on the side. It was sneaky. Who's the one more you got? It was... Uh... Oh, I just closed it, too. <sighs> Who was the last one for the gimmicks? Um, hey, what do you think of Honky Tonk Man? Um, it worked, though, right? kind of worked. That was yes. a little bit before you and I got into it, but yes. he was like a staple. No, he was another guy that really believed it was real. He was another one? You know, like, he still acts that way now. Like, he's his gimmick. At, is he out- still wrestling? No, but, like, I mean, in real life, like, when he is just walking around, like, he's that guy. He's an Elvis impersonator called the Honky Tonk Man. I'm an Elvis impersonator. I'm just getting loud. I want to hum, hum, I want to I want to I want a peanut butter. He has that a, sandwich. He has the record Sweet. for the shortest match, shortest intercontinental title match of all time. The Ultimate Warrior beat him in like 11 seconds. That's right. Ultimate Warrior. You're There's another that. weird gimmick. That was a weird gimmick. And there were two of them, right? Didn't they have two warriors? No. It's a myth. The one guy oh, just a, stopped taking steroids. It's a, uh, it's an urban legend. He actually got really badly injured, so he like lost a lot of weight. Um, it was a documentary mm. on him, but he was so popular and so great. And then they put the belt on him, and no one cared about him anymore. The only thing that made him interesting was Macho King. You know, the right? Few, there was the that rivalry going. Yeah. I don't know. Warrior. He died. What? Like three years ago? Four years ago? Got inducted into the Hall of Fame before WrestleMania. I think he was like a special guest at WrestleMania. Then he was on Monday Night Raw the next night, and you could tell he was like not ready for it. Like being away from it for so long, it was like hard for him to adjust. Oh, like he was nervous? Like he was just so like overwhelmed, I guess. And then, yeah, he went backstage and he he had a heart attack, I I guess like that night. But it's amazing. Oh, yes. I knew it was he, like an event for him. And he was ostracized from the WWF. They made a DVD about the Ultimate Warrior with all the wrestlers and all the announcers and all the managers making fun of him. Like an hour-long making DVD. Making fun of him? Of the Warrior. Oh, interesting. And then they mended ways and they inducted mayhaps, him. Mayhaps. Mayhaps, just like they did with Bret Hart, and now everything's good. Yeah. Wild. Except for he's dead. Bret Hart. Bret Hart was awesome in the Man, you look at him now, and you're like, he's all right. Best there is. Best there was. Yeah. Best there ever will be. Sad. Remember he did that like tweet last year? I forget what it was, but we talked about it in the show. He posted something about being depressed or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's another barn burner here at the podcast of Depressing yeah. Tales. Tell us your suicide stories. At the Happy Monday also. night. Happy night. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow was the other one. He was just oh, like, bam, he was just white bam. trash. You know, he's just like, I have a tattoo on my head. I wear flames. Eat me. You uh, know. Bam Bam. Actually. Was sexual. I would, I would put separated from all those other wrestlers because he could actually really wrestle. Yeah, he it would. know. He's just he's, a silly gimmick. Big, he could like, he, he was like agile for a 290 pound guy. Yeah, he could. He could definitely, you know, sever moves off the ropes. And I mean, you know, when you get a tattoo on your head, you're pretty fucking committed to some sort of circus. Yeah, that's legit. 
Because you can't cover that up. That's not going away. No, it's a regular yeah. circus or wrestling. No, that's real. Yeah. Sir, uh, we're that's proud to interview you here for the regional sales position at Target. But what is on that halo? Can you the wear halo? a hat? Can you please wear a hat? So, tweet us at the underscore podcast. Um, I want to know before we get to another subject here, we have quite the docket and dossier online tonight. The loaded potato. We'd like to go to a quick break before we jump into things that only people with ADHD will understand. Yes. We're going to get through four before something shiny flies across the room <laughs> and I'm flapping my arms like a school chicken chasing <laughs> it around. That'll be the uh, the true you know, joy of, of that segment to see if if we can stay on these actual things that That's we what can I'm only excited understand for. or if we segue yeah. off of them. Because we do jump around all the place. So do you want to take a quick break? Go to a, go to a sponsor and we'll return in a moment. Quick break and we'll be right back. OKC trails the Clippers. 21-28, mm-hmm. 150 to go in the first. Uh, hello, this is President Barack Obama. And right now, now, now look, right now you're listening to a quality program. The podcast. Now, is it educational? No. Facebook Live. I do it, do it, do it. Yep. Just had to try it out. Had to do it. Recording live here. Live on uh, 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 the book of days. We're doing this, and we're doing it right now. Squid him. You know, Squid him. Squid him. All right. Well, squirt. Let's switch around here. Start doing more live shows on Facebook. There we go. Yeah, I know. I want to get like a thing set up where it'll just, but it, it's got to capture both of us. Yes. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Because that, I don't know how good that's going to sound uh, on Facebook. But whatever. We're here. We'll try it. We're back. We're live. We're coming at you. We're coming at you. Now, what did you want to get into here? Uh, well, ADD strikes again. <laughs> forget what we were talking about. I was talking about ham and eggs. Squeezers. Squeezers. Sandwiches. Um, Sandwich. We are big proponents and uh, advocates, some say pioneers, of the Movement. fight on tension deficit and hyperactive disorder. Chemical imbalance. Chemical imbalance. Thanks. Blessed gifts. So... Put together a little list of things that only people with ADHD will understand. If you don't, do not have this blessing, then you will be fascinated at what realms the mind here. At you'll have a better, a better understanding of the, you know, just constant battle someone yes. with ADHD uh, is going through uh, 24-7, every second of his waking life, his or her. There's no escape. We embrace it. We plug through. We slice it. Number one, there are some blessings. There are some curses. This one's a blessing. You are a multitasking legend. Uh, you can eight things at once for as long as that Adderall keeps pumping through your belly. I don't think I know how to do one thing at a time. Can't do it. Even if I'm working on one project at a time, I'm probably listening to something else. Yeah, In I was fact- just going to say, when I'm doing dishes... I have to have music on and headphones or like a podcast. Side and phone. while I'm doing that, I'm thinking about other things. I can't just sit there and do dishes like with nothing going on. It would, it would destroy me. Sometimes in the morning when I'm, you know, I'm going through my emails, it's early. I have Mike and Mike on and they'll go to a commercial because I watch them. You can watch the show on ESPN.com. Oh, watch, sweet. Watch the radio. Yeah. And that's like it's just so much better. But the commercials kind of line up different, and sometimes they just do like a a filler where it's kind of like the ESPN like baseline for like two and a half minutes because yeah. you know, the 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 website didn't pay for that, so it's it's do 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 over and over, and after like a minute and a half of that, I'm like, oh my god, come on, come back from break, do something, do something. It's like when you see like the. You know, emergency broadcast with the colors or something like that. You're like, yeah, show me the show me the emergency. Do something. That's what's great about news channels when they have like 
you know, the anchor talking, but then there's like a ticker at the bottom, but then on the right, it's like the weather. And then at the top left, it's like yeah. another breaking news. You're like, yeah, I can take all this at once. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like Thank the you. red zone. People were like raving about the red zone channel, you know, where it's like four games at once and they keep jumping in live to different games. I was like, this is child's play. I yeah, need this every play. single game on at once. Who do you think you're dealing with here? I want Young cameras man. on the coaches. I want cameras on the student section. I want a camera on me watching the reactions of the cameras on coaches yeah. and student sections. Like, I need to see this. <laughs> and then a reaction of somebody else watching me, watching myself, watching other people, watching the game. Like, this, I just need all of this. Speaking of watching yourself. Um, Ooh, I a have regular a, Octavio. I have a, a freeze frame of... Joe Judge and Tom Brady embracing during some big special teams play during the game oh, last week. Oh. I was like, you lucky son. Like, Tom Brady runs over to him. He slaps him high five. Then he hugs him. I was like, Judge, oh. you've made it. Get him on the show. Yeah, I know. We need to We need to hound him down. I'll get him on. We do. Number two is your mind is always on. We've talked about this before. Say you were taking melatonin or a sleeping aid. Uh, your body might be kind of mellowed and shutting down, but upstairs, it's still a rat race up there, still man. You're just still going. Pong. It's still billiards. That's why people like you and I, when, you know, at least me when I read, like, you know, or hear somebody like, yeah, I need some more Adderall. I need to get some speed. Like, I need, no, no, I need, like, some weed or oh, yeah. some alcohol. Bring like, I, need to, I need to tone it down. Like, I don't, I don't, I need nothing to speed it upstairs. You we need to just coffee? chill out. What's that? Do you drink coffee? I do. I do. How many a day? Eh, two cups. Two caffeines. Cream yeah. and sugar? Uh, a little sugar, a little cream. Not heavy on it. Uh, splish splash. A little splish splash. I usually, uh, when I wake up in the morning, I, I slather over to the sink like a sloth and I <laughs> put an Adderall in my mouth and I keep splashing my face until enough water gets it down and then I lay back down until the Adderall pumps my heart alive again and I'm like, all right, let's do it. And then I get coffee as a set secondary unit, you know, to keep it going. And then after like 40 minutes, I'm just like, I want to be free. What's up? Rich man, you are, you know. King of the world. And then by four o'clock, when it starts to wear off, what I call the modern day factory whistle blowing, you're kind of like. And then when that wears off, you're like. Neurogens are kicking back in. I'm about to moonwalk. <laughs> Literally, that's what I do. Gluten-free Talia is like, stop moonwalking. I'm like, can't stop. That's what I'm doing. That's what we're doing. Uh, your daydreams are like Hollywood blockbusters. And I will even go further saying like even conversations where you start talking about something. You're like, and then what if a guy walked in and was crying yeah. and wearing a little Bo Peep outfit? What would you do? And they're like, uh... So could I have that report? Like, yes. <laughs> I was talking to someone uh, when I was in Florence, and they were saying how they can tell when their significant other isn't listening to them. And for the most part, they can tell when other people are doing it. You know, there's visual cues, there's little things. And I think right. I'm like one of the gra- greatest at, at, at telling when someone's listening or not. Yeah, same here. You get, you get when they look away for a second, you're like, ah, you checked oh, out. Or I can, I, can, I can even feel a fake answer, you know, like what we do. Like, come on. It's like you're giving me the it's not you, it's me routine. I invented the right. fake response. If it's anybody, it's me. Yeah. It's child's play. <laughs> If there's anyone pretend listening to this, it's me. Um, it's not ADD. If you are listening. But yeah, totally, man. You can you get those cues when you see them like look away and they go, uh-huh. And you're like, no, I was just telling you about a death of my family. I need a hug right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're not even listening to me. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I always go to the... Too. To the route that I'm gonna just start saying complete science fiction, like, you know. So I I'm driving back and I see the cop car, but I'm going the speed limit and I notice they're not listening. But the cop car pulls me out anyway, and then all of a sudden he rams me, he rear ends me. Then he pulls his gun out and he starts shooting my windshield. And right. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> or or on the other side of the token, when when they catch you not listening, like the best comeback to. 
because you and I are great at digging out of that hole. It's kind of like, well, you, you, you like, you don't stop and go, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. You kind of make a more confused face and you go, well, wait, what do you mean? Like how, yeah. how exactly? <laughs> and like, well, you know, the way he said it, I'm like, all right, so let me get this straight. Okay, so, all right, no, I get, go on, I get it. I'm just trying to think. Of, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, and they're like, they could be talking trail, about anything. You, like, trail back to the last thing you heard, and you go, wait a second. When you said the orange dirt bike, wh- where, wh- wh- are you sure it was orange? Yeah, because that sounds a little bizarre. Yeah, that like, sounds just, fake, oh. and, and then you're totally, and then they'll retell really? what they said, and you're back. Yeah, then you're back. You're back on the ropes. You're back swinging and swirling. Tricks of the trade. Uh, another one. Everything is a distraction. <laughs> you, you could see a fly going. You're thinking, how long do flies live? Let's Google it. And then you see on Wikipedia another link to the fly with uh, Vincent Price. You go, when did he die? The next thing you know, you're making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and smearing when you're around. Yeah, wasn't he a scientist? I used to remember when I would talk to Nikki Russo on the phone for all hours in sixth grade. A regular highlight. A regular Zach Morris. Ooh. Um, I remember I'd be talking to her, and I'd be on the phone in my house, looking out the window in my bedroom. And I remember questioning certain things that I saw outside my window while she was talking. <laughs> but, like, I'm still kind of hanging what, like on a, to like the, the sentence. Snow or something? Going, the Gallaghers should probably move that boat on the side of their house. It's going to screw up the paint. But then Nikki's like, you know, and then, you know, Miss Carragher told me that I looked like a slut. And I was like, oh, I hate it. And then I'd be like, their dog, Gallagher's dog hates their life. Yeah, they're Just miserable. Just sit on that leash and bark. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do that, too, where I walk around. Like, I can't just sit down with a... Nobody really has phone calls anymore, unless it's like your mom. Right. But I can't just sit down. I have to like walk around and do things. It's like, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Everything's good. Just busy. Do you know just... why you have to walk around? Because if you sat still, it, you're just constantly walking away from would-be distractions. You're like, no, no, oh, oh, oh something's interesting here. No, I got to walk away. I got to keep listening. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to oh, keep talking. I got to keep listening. Oh. A cat treat. This is from 1970. So bad, dude, and that's why I'm so pissed. My Mac ate my headset, my wireless headset for my. Oh, phone. that little baby cat. Oh. Dog. Mac and cheese. Yeah, man, I totally get it. Here's one that I think you and I can both relate to extraordinarily. You lose it when somebody messes with your schedule. Everything needs to be organized, and I don't mean I don't mean so much like, hey, I have no plans Thursday. Now let's have plans. I mean, like in my mind, okay. Today, I'm going to play video games for an hour. I'm going to watch the game. And then I'm going to be up with Claws. We're going to have a beer. And they're like, oh, I forgot to tell you, uh, like, my brother's coming over. And we have to do this. And as great as that might be or something like that, you're like, no, but I, but I wasn't planning on this. Like, no. this is not in my mind. No. Yes. So now, now my day's ruined. Like, I'm upset now. It's, it's like, you know, you go through life with this damn distraction, this distraction magnet in your brain. Yeah. So you learn that you have to really prepare ahead a lot for a lot of things because of there's all this like mush, mishmash in your way that you have to keep weeding through to make sure you actually follow through on that event. So when you solidify nothing, still doesn't mean you've solidified nothing. So then someone comes in with something you weren't prepared for and it can make you cranky. It throws off the whole balance. Yeah, it makes you cranky, gets you agitated. You know? Especially family, like mentally preparing mm-hmm. for family takes like at least uh, like more than two days for me. Yeah, you have to get it ready. I, I'm with you 100 percent when you're like, oh, we're going to your Aunt Kath's for, uh, you know, Christmas dinner, whatever. Everything's going to be fun there. It's going to be great to see people. But you have to like build that up and be like, all right. All right. So I'm not going to be drinking crazy. I'm going to have to yeah. iron the pants. You know, Jordan used to say the night before like a big game. When he would go to sleep, he would, like, envision himself playing, like, the perfect basketball game. And he said it would help when he would go and play. It was, like, the last thing he thought about, so it's in his head. So with, you know, Christmas with the family, you have to, like, envision the conversations you're going to have and how you're going to direct them and also how you're going to get out of them. (laughs) you got to get, like, little save points here and there where if the conversation (laughs) runs dry, you're like, so I wanted to ask you, Mr. Sycorath that lived next door, whatever happened to that dog? You know? 
<laughs> you have to envision this and kind of pepper yourself up to be like, we'll go. It's the same as a game. It's the same as Jordan playing a game. Yeah, you got to kind of put yourself in there, and you have to have these like, you know, moments where, because um, you know, with family, like a lot of times, you just don't have nothing to say after a while. Like, I mean, like yes. a, not an immediate family, like a relative you've seen in a while. Because it's kind of like once you get over like, them. yeah, well, you don't hang out with them. You don't so have get everything over. <laughs> so I'm I, what I've been doing the last I don't know ten years is I start just throwing in random with anybody interesting things that I'm really going out in a limb here just oh. to stay, like, fun. So if I meet, like, a, I don't know, a colleague at work that I don't know that well that I should be, like, respectful to, if it gets really dry, I'll be like, let me ask you something. Hipsters. Like, you know the guys with the jeans? Like, what the hell is their problem? Like, I'll just throw something out there just to make it interesting because I can't, like, take the, the boredom myself. Oh, yes. Oh, my you know? gosh, dude. That so, is That is a burden I carry with me every new person I meet. You know, I'm yeah. like, am I going to have to do everything here? Am I going to have to be weird and, and obnoxious? Right. Almost like PG-17. <laughs> yeah, do I have to be that guy now that's just like, you know, they're going to be talking about me later on when they're right. home? What was with him? I did that at Jen's work party. I was still respectful, but I was like dying. So I had to kind of throw Ooh. things out there. And I remember the one woman was like, you do have like a Philadelphia attitude. You're just throwing everything out there. And I was like, I see you being a little defensive, but I'll take yeah. it. Because I, I don't want to die tonight. Yeah, you got to kind of throw it out there. Keep it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you're with me. That's, uh, yeah, no. And that's the gift of ADD because since your brain is always going, you just like open your mouth and whatever's in there will just come spilling out. And, you know, if you can hone it, and discover it at an early age. Again, this is a show-long PSA for ADD. Yeah. If you can detect it at an early age, it can become a, a gift and not a curse. Yes, it's a superpower. Uh, it can be. And it's overdiagnosed, too. A lot of people will take their kids and be like, he's wild. Oh, he's got ADD. Here's Ritalin. It's like, no, 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 yes. no. I encourage all the shrinks out there who overdiagnose a kid who's just an idiot or worse than ADD. Please stop over-diagnosing. Yes. Stop giving us a bad name. I'm taking my pills. Here's one. Procrastination. Uh, because procrastination pays <laughs> off now, where planning will pay off later. I think it's a blessing and a curse, but I procrastinate a lot. But I will build things up to, like, the last day, and I'll bundle in, like, an overly uh, ambitious set of tasks. And I'll be like, well, I'm going to clean the birdcage, clean the house, put the Christmas decorations. Like yesterday, I did like 80 things. I yes. Was, I was bombed by like four. I went to church. I was like <laughs> falling asleep. I was like, I, I just work like five days, you know, in a day. Oh. You know, once, that, once that Adderall kicks in, you're just like, you procrastinate, right? Yeah, I can do this tomorrow. There's like certain things I will not. Certain things I cannot procrastinate on because I'm. I'm, I have a bad, I have bad short-term memory, and yeah. uh, I'm afraid that I'll forget. So I usually do certain things yes. right away, even like way early. Um, like your taxes. But yeah, taxes I do them instantly. Yeah, me too. I got my W two on Tuesday. It was done like within an hour online. Oh. I was like done. Taxes done. Don't have mine yet. Those bastards. But uh. But certain things. Yeah, like. The laundry here, like there's just a whole bunch of laundry. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Piled up, and you know what? I don't need to. I don't need to put that away right now. You do not. Heather doesn't get home until Thursday, so I'll I'll get to it before then. Isn't it great when the girlfriend's out of town, and not because we want them gone, because we love and cherish every moment, right? But it gives you a chance to just be alone. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just resetting the batteries. It makes like absence makes the heart grow fonder. True believer in that. Yes, absolutely. I uh, I'm, I find my center. Yes, you find, find your bearings my... on the compass of Polaris. <laughs> and while Mercury is in retrograde. I and while Venus is lifting up her skirt. Point my boner north. All right, what's yes. next? Point my digitar towards uh, Wally. Wally. Okay, I'm going to give Gemma two more here. Two more here, and then we can slice it up. Um, you enjoy masturbating in the car. Oh! oh wait, no. This is this is a web chat. Oh, no. Shit. That's, that's your that's your iCloud. Here's one. Word cloud. <laughs> whatever that thing is. iCloud. Here's one. Ringtones. Different ringtones, like with songs, make oh. you think a lot longer than normal people. People hear a ringtone, they're like, 
yeah, somebody's phone's annoying. But you're like, that sounds like the the, the duet to the silverfish. <laughs> what is that? I must investigate this. <laughs> Sir, you're about to be prepped for surgery. I must investigate that ringtone. Dude, it that kind happens of to you? you? Yeah, all the time. When, like, a modern song or, or any song is covered differently and, and it's, like, not, it's so yes. not obvious what it is, you have to figure it out. And you can usually figure it out within, like, half, half a stanza or whatever. Uh, you know, five or six notes. Yes. But, like, that's what I felt in Game of Thrones, or not in Game of Thrones, in, in Westworld when they did Black Hole Sun on the piano and you didn't oh. catch it right away and then you it did catch you. it and you were like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, because that will get you. That, that song, when you, you, you know, you'll drop everything to figure out what that melody is to that song. Yeah. You know, I did Absolutely. this at a few years ago. I, I used to make them these CDs because I have a great life. Uh, these mixtapes, and I put the theme song of Titanic on, on piano. It was just piano. And he was like, I spent two days figuring out what it was, and I realized it was fucking Titanic. Like, why would you do that? And I was like, so you would spend two days trying to figure out that tune, young man. Quest completed. Oh. But yeah, you, you it'll drop everything and try to figure out what that song is. You're like, I, I can't. This, that wedding that I went to in Miami... That crazy one that I told you about. Mm. How the that's where I started noticing oh, that yeah. ba- bathrooms have themes and real posh restaurants and hotels. Um, right. They had this African like tribal band that had like every instrument, you know, and there was like twenty of them, and they marched all through the dance floor. The and, and they played a twenty-minute version of My Girl on, like, all their drums and cymbals and instruments. Oh, my goodness. And it was so good. No words, just instruments. The groom didn't even know that's the song that they were playing the whole time. Oh, what a jack-o-weasel. <laughs> He's a good guy. He was pretty bombed. Yeah, of course. That's funny, though. Yeah, when you hear that, you're like, all right, I love it. Yes. I love it. Uh, Every note so sounds good. good. So good. Like, there's... um. There's 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 song lyrics in the books for Game of Thrones, like there's song okay. lyrics. They're not, but the TV show has made some of them. All right, and interesting. One of them is one of them is for like the the Lannisters for the bad guys. It's like the bad guy theme music because they play it when the Lannisters are on TV. But okay. on YouTube, there's like ten different versions of them, and they're all so cool. It's and it's so good, sweet. right? Yeah. Isn't YouTube great with that stuff though? When you're like. Oh. I'm going to watch a cover of Toto's Africa. And like an hour later, you're like watching some guy in his basement. You're like, but this guy's amazing. It's like when I watched the uh, the golden eagle pull the goat off the mountain and just drop it. Drop it. Drop it down into the, the, the bowels into of the lake. Into the river and eat it. Yes. Very swift-like. Stumbling upon that on YouTube is no like, accident. Stumbling upon that on YouTube is today's pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that's yeah. mission accomplished you found it i'm happy good night godspeed as close as we can get that's what we can do uh the final one i want to mention tonight is adhd if you happen to medicate yourself by a prescribed doctor of the uh, medicinal field if you do not have your medication or you lapse not take it you might as well just be drooling on yourself in a corner because you are useless at least yep. for the first few days you know if you try to kick a habit or not a habit, but if you stop taking your medicine, you'll be okay in the long run. It's not as focused. But for those first few days, you're kind of like, I'm just a jellyfish in a ball of crayons. Just just poke me and kiss me and let me go to sleep. Because you're useless. You're like, I can't. I'm done. Those first few days of what? If you don't have, like, your medicine, if you don't take it, oh. if you're on Adderall, you miss a day without Adderall, and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to sit back and sleep. Because I mean, I'm useless right now. I mean, I, it's not that we're useless. It's just like... Why am I useless? Buckle up. Because Buckle. I don't know what direction I'm going to get. Isn't it insane? It's like you're, yeah. you're tired, but you're 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 kind of like crazier than you normally are when you're on the pill. On the pill, Your the crazy's kind of focused. Yeah. It's more focused. And you're kind of... Your guard's kind of down, and you're kind of like... Yeah. We went down this dirt road. I've heard stories. Some were good, some were bad, but we're, we have protection and enough gas, but we need to keep our eyes open because that's what we're going to do. Keep your eyes open. Like I may, for no reason, just begin throwing things from the car at people on the side of the road. 
just to right. see what happens. That's what it is. The ADD, it's like having a boner in class. The, I mean, the, it's just the, it's, the curse of ADD is the is the extreme curiosity to to, to get a reaction from people just to see how they're going to react to whatever you do. You just hit the nail right on the head, young man. Isn't that's that exactly weird? what it is. You just want to throw that out there to see what they're going to do. It's like the that's all I was interested in as a kid is I think it's not only what the reaction is, but being able to get a reaction. Right. Yeah, to get to get that reaction and see, oh, see you took you it can. that way. And then once it's a good reaction, you're like, oh, we just dipped into uncharted water, so I can do this and this and this. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You kind of push your, your... Manipulation. You push your boundaries until someone says, stop, in the you name of those... harassment. Yes, you just keep pushing those elevator buttons to one of those floors. That's a few people into your world. Exactly. So tweet us at the underscore podcastle. That is things, some of the things that only folks with ADHD will understand. It's a great segment. I love it. Love it. I'm glad that we dipped into that. I had to get it off my breast, my beak. So you want to dip into a little sports with, with John. John, 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 John. Well, What's going on tonight, man? You mentioned the score earlier, and I believe the game's over now, but it was a minute 50 left, and it was the Blazers. Spark up a doobie. It's MLK Day, and the most basketball games ever are played today, all throughout the day. The Sixers beat the Bucks. Fucking A. The Milwaukee Mil- Buccaneers. Actually, no, they're not Buccaneers. They're just Bucks, uh, as in the deer. Um, and we beat them soundly i think by over 10 points this team has won wow. four out of five i'm just stunned the reminiscence by... of the 2008 phillies this is really exciting yes maybe 2007 um 2007 but yeah a whole bunch of games today in the nba um my other computer died before we started so let me see if i can just bring up some quick things uh obviously over the weekend in the nfl as predicted by Eelgrass. The Packers well sent the Cowboys home. The Steelers outlasted the Chiefs. The Patriots, as we mentioned earlier, Joe Judge defeated the Texans. No. And we saw that in a, in a really impressive beating of the Seahawks, who I'm so happy are out of it. The Atlanta Falcons look to be the most well-rounded team right now. I am so happy for that team. Not a fan. Love to see them beat the Seahawks. Would love to see them go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that Dallas game gave a lot of people scares, man. That was maybe one of the most exciting games in NFL playoff history that I've seen in recent years. That was incredible. And as far as Kansas City, I like to say, uh, uh, let me introduce you to Mr. Reed, Kansas City. Get used to it. And Mr. Smith, as in Alexandra. I mean, uh, Alex. Yeah, Yeah. You need a new quarterback. You need a quarterback. Oh, what a choker. Stiffs. Um, get the points on the board. But. Not gelling then. More like a, a, a wet matte. I hope. <laughs> I. <laughs> Stupid. I hope the Steelers meet the Packers again. It would be a rematch. Ooh, yes. Actually. Yes, it would. Truly, I would like the Packers to meet the Patriots and the Packers to win. But I don't think that'll happen. So I think. Packers, Steelers, shootout, Roethlisberger, Rodgers, two historic franchises, and Rodgers gets another one. Because that, dude, the Hail Mary in the wildcard game, and then that yeah. pass to Cook with, with like one second on the clock remaining out of bounds so they could kick the field goal. Those moments by Aaron Rodgers, those are the moments you do when you, when you win a Super Bowl. You do that on the ride to a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, uh, I, I think games. it'll be the Patriots. Uh, I hate to see them go, but I, I think they have everything going on. But I'm with you, man. The Packers, uh, they're, they're, they're mattering right where it matters. They had problems uh, throughout the first half of the season. And, and like Aaron Rodgers said, uh, they're exactly where they want to be. And they're just, they're just slicing it up. He said they're going to run the table for the rest of the season. And I think he meant right into the Super Bowl. I think it's a perfect time of year for football too. It's like the best two, three weeks of the year. Yeah. 
You know, even even this weekend is more exciting than the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl day itself is an event that's more exciting than any game. But like everything leading up, there's just so much tension. Like the Super Bowl, you're like, all right, it's one or the other. We kind of know. Right. It's a celebration. We're already going to be drunk by the time the game starts. But now you're like, anything can happen. They're, they're close games. Like they're playing for real. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, I know. It's uh, it's do or die. So it's like after every game, they're like freaking out and like. The Packers kicking that field goal and them all running on the field. And, oh, it was just amazing. They ma- wild. barely made that field goal. No, no. Um, Great games, though. Did you Were you out watching the games at Hurricane Alley or a local dad? I actually stayed in this weekend. I, I didn't do anything. I was too good. I was beaten. I was defeated. You're doing a lot of driving. You're up in Florence. I know. We'll get to that on another show because that's a mm-hmm. whole show. Now, I want to dip. Long story. Yeah, we got to get into that in the next one. Just uh, that's it. That uh, but uh, that's... yeah, so um, uh, yeah, I, gosh, Patriots. It's just how can you bet against them? You can't. But, but I I'm, did I'm put a car with... title on there. Someone's gonna get fucked by the mob if they don't pay off next weekend. So you're pick, you're picking Patri- Patriots, no. Falcons. No, I would like to see the Falcons go, but I think it'll be Patriots, uh, uh, Packers. Fudge Packer, Packers. I would like to see Fudge. Cheeseheads. I went to a comedy club once with a friend of mine who happens to be gay, and another one of my friends met there, and we talked about this in past shows about two off. This is a quick quick side story. When you have like different circles of friends meet and they're oh, bipolar boy. opposites. Uh, so I had my one friend, uh, who's a great guy. Uh, he's a gay man. Came with me as a comedian to a comedy show, and then another friend met me there, who's the exact opposite. He is a Wisconsin man with a beard. He's a Nazi. Uh, he's he, he's blonde hair, and he's like all in the sports, and you know he's he's he's, like a, he's a rocker. Yeah, not even oh, a big jock. He's like more of a rock star. He's got he's long hair, slut. but no filter. Great guy. Love them both. But there were two people who would never want them to meet at the same time. And they met, and uh, it was right after a Packers game. And, was or, it by accident that they met, or did you call It was them? by accident. Well, I was doing a show, and they both came to see me, but I didn't expect either of them to come to see me. Oh. And they both did. I was like, oh, great that you guys came. Thank you. And I walk in with the one friend who's gay, and I see him, and then we go over to the other friend, and he's like, I was like, hey, man, how's it going? You watch the Packer game? He's like, what, you mean the Fudge Packers? There's faggots or something like that. And I was like, good night, everybody. There is nothing I can do out of this. And the one didn't mean anything bad about it. It's just He's just rough around the edges with that talk, not homophobic or anything. But the other one was also a good sport. So he's like, I get it. He's just a sports guy. I'm not offended. But it was so awkward. I was like, ugh. Is the gay guy, like, on the surface, like, can you tell he's gay? Like, does he, like, you know, make it obvious? Not at all. Okay, so then. Yeah. It wasn't like that. Mistake. Not at all. Yeah. But uh, so next weekend we have the Patriots, Steelers, and the Falcons and the Fudge Packers. Patriots, Steelers, Falcons. I think uh, the game's at 3 o'clock and 6 o'clock. I am going to uh, – I'm going to do a little paintballing. Ooh, paintballing? Is that, what, is that what they call it? Paintballing? Paintballing. It's the best, dude. Yeah, dude. I, I've done it once. Um up in like the Poconos, so this is my second time. I'm really pumped because we're doing that in the morning, and then we're going to my buddy's house for a barbecue and all the games. It's gonna be delicious, sexual, delicious. We're pumping Ben Simmons on a Friday night jamboree. It's be <laughs> wild, dude. Paintballing's great. <laughs> and that. Ooh. Oh, and uh, to cap off the the uh, MLK NBA spectacular. The yes. Warriors beat the Cavs by, I think, like 20-plus points. Oh, my gosh. And it it's looks a like the Clippers are leading the Thunder by around the same. And that <laughs> is Sports with John. I got really uh, to run off here. All right, man. Uh, Heather's out of town, and she's uh, she's in Vegas, and she's been calling me twice. I've like declined Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Download the shows from iTunes. From the Secretary of Defense, Jonathan Assinger, I am the embroidered shrine late as the 76ers downtown. Matthew Clark saying, good night, everybody. Sometimes you just need to stare out at the ocean for a while. Godspeed.
And for my magicians, booty clapping, lap dancing technicians, dance parties in the name of Great Britain and American girls who love a Detroit piston. Like Dennis Rod, man, I got a rod, man. Oh, yeah. A long, long dong and a soft hand and a ping pong, ping schlong, let's all dance. From England to Stockholm, I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho. I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty like I was a Bonnaroo beating up on a bongo. I got a bottle of Martinelli's and dumping it all over anybody that's kicking it in the grotto. And the neighbors keep tripping, I'm like I'm in a castle. Fuck your condo! Unicorns and wizard sleeves, immigrants and make-believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea. Unicorns and wizard sleeves, immigrants and make-believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, will you come party with me in my castle? In my castle, in my castle.